Good morning, America. This is Wayne Ahart speaking for the Old Glory Network podcast. Thank you for tuning in for another message of common sense values designed to make Old Glory great again. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. The subject we're going to talk about now is called the New Civil War. This is an article I wrote uh, back in 2004, and it's still very relevant today. The New Civil War. The people of the United States of America are once again engaged in a civil, or you might say uncivil, war. This new civil war has the potential to eventually destroy the country as we know it. This new war is not being fought with cannons and bayonets, but with opposing ideologies. It's an all-out political battle at all levels of government, fought with the spoken and written word, often delivered with white heat intent. The war is not North versus South, race against race, or management against labor, but liberalism versus conservatism. It's civil war, and both sides believe that their future depends on them winning. The nation's security, freedom, stability, and financial viability are at risk pending the outcome. Similar to the first civil war, this one has brother opposing brother, co-worker, church member, friend versus friend. Mostly, this war is being waged by the political parties, and each political party has a few of each in their ranks. All Republicans are not conservative, but the great majority of conservatives are Republicans. All Democrats are not liberal, but the great majority of liberals are Democrats. So what is the difference in liberalism versus conservatism? What is it that develops such great passion on each side that creates hostility to the point that some are willing to lie, cheat, and create fraudulent allegations out of thin air. Here are the differences in the two ideologies in my view. Conservatives understand the difference in being soft-hearted and soft-headed. Liberals see government as the answer to all problems. Conservatives see freedom and personal responsibility as the answer with as little interference of government as possible. Conservatives want to motivate, inspire, and lead all citizens to do and be better. Liberals want to take more money from the motivated and inspired and give it to the uninspired non-producers. Freedom is the most cherished 
political priority of conservatism, while socialism is acceptable and desirable by liberalism. Conservatives see personal responsibility as the goal, while liberals see government responsibility as the goal. Conservatives want all Americans to earn and keep as much wealth as possible, and liberals want to take as much as possible from those who have earned it and redistribute it to those who have not earned it. Liberals want to do less and get more, while conservatives want to get more by doing more. Conservatives are for smaller, more efficient government, and liberals, they're for bigger government. Conservatives want fewer taxes, and liberals want more taxes. Conservatism on a bumper sticker is... One, individual freedom. Two, free enterprise. Three, limited government. Four, strong national defense. Traditional moral values. And number six, fair taxes, as limited as possible. One of the more dangerous elements of this war is the reaction to it by the major media, including print media. Not all of the major media outlets or their leaders are liberals, but the vast majority are. And their reporting reflects their ideology. As an individual, you may prefer to sit this one out, as some tried to sit out the original Civil War, and you can decide to be inactive. However, your family and your future will be determined by others if you do. If you have any desire to determine your own future, decide right now which ideology makes more sense and is best for you. And then determine how you can best support your chosen path. Politics are not pretty. But it's one of our great blessings that we can still participate in as Americans. War is not pretty, but it's better than bondage. And winning is better than losing. Just because you don't want war doesn't mean you won't have it. Enemies determined to destroy you will seldom listen to reason over tea. The next subject that I would like to discuss is the seed of success. This is something I wrote in 2004. The seed of success was implanted within the heart, mind, and soul of each of us. The seed remains there. We all have it, and it never sires or goes bad. It is always within our soul, waiting to be nurtured to life. It is quite similar to an egg that has been created for reproduction. Laying the egg is just the beginning, but the process of hatching and bringing it to life cannot occur 
until the egg has been created and laid. If the egg is merely laid and abandoned, unnurtured and cared for, the egg will produce nothing. So the egg in reality is just an opportunity. There is a plan for that egg, and if the owner does all the right things to nurture it, the egg will produce life. The key is doing all the right things. You will note that doing all the right things requires a few things, such as ambition, self-control, self-confidence, faith, commitment, and determination. It matters not whether the egg layer is an eagle or a chicken. What matters is if the egg layer exercises the qualities listed above. If the eagle or chicken has sufficient ambition, it will have a strong desire to bring the egg to life. In other words, it has the want to. In fact, it has the have to, the driving force that it must bring life from the egg. This high measure of ambition then demands some self-control. One cannot satisfy one's ambition without it. There are too many temptations in life to distract you from obligations and the pursuit of goals. Surely, the chicken would rather stroll around its neighborhood scratching for food and convorting with the other chickens. Eagles would rather uh, soar in the heavens and search for tasty morsels below. But these activities won't incubate the eggs and achieve the goal of life. Self-control is required for ultimate success. Self-control comes into play in not only saying no to improper, costly, wasteful, or immoral temptations, but in making yourself stay focused on doing all of the things you need to do to achieve your goals. Success also depends on self-confidence. One must believe in their ability to perform at whatever level required to be successful. The eagle or the chicken would not sit on the nest for countless hours without the confidence that they are creating life. Humans will not set big goals and plan and work to accomplish them without the self-confidence and belief that they possess the ability and the will to see their goals through. There is no limit to what a self-confident person can achieve. Self-confidence is the companion of every great achiever. Athletes or astronauts, singers or songwriters, teachers or entrepreneurs are supremely confident in their ability to excel. Not all people have self-confidence, but all people have the ingredients within to develop it. If you are one who doesn't feel self-confident, how do you get it? Well, first you have to want to. Like anything else that you want to achieve or to become. Tell yourself over and over, I will become self-confident. I will be happier when I'm self-confident. I will be more successful when I'm self-confident. Self-confidence comes from courage 
And courage comes from knowledge and having a plan. Decide what goal you wish to achieve and think big. Write it down and then write down a plan to accomplish it. Your self-confidence will start to grow the minute you settle on a goal and will increase as you write out your plan to achieve it. Now, read and study everything you can get your hands on to improve your knowledge about the subject of your goal. As your knowledge grows, so will your self-confidence until you reach a point where you say to yourself, out of my way and let me at them. Success breeds success and self-confidence breeds more self-confidence. Now comes faith. Faith is another word for belief, absolute belief, unquestioned belief that you can and will achieve your goal. When you have faith, you are completely convinced for faith is a principle of trust. The eagle or chicken has complete faith that when they do what they instinctively know must be done, that the eggs upon which they sit will in due time become new life. Likewise, humans who have faith in themselves, their plans, and a supreme being will achieve things that seem impossible to the non-faithful. All of the religions on earth are built upon a foundation of faith. The Bible teaches that faith will move mountains. Now, add commitment in, to ambition. Add commitment to ambition, self-control, confidence, and faith. And commitment is a promise to yourself, a pledge not to be broken. Whenever you are absolutely committed to achieving a goal or task, nothing can stop you or defeat you. We all have challenges. We have bad luck, poor timing, or other things that delay or make success more difficult. But only you can defeat yourself. Commitment has a twin brother called determination. And determination is the ribbon that wraps around the whole package. You can't run a determined eagle or a chicken off its nest. And you can't discourage a determined person from their committed goal. Determination means you have made a conscious decision to stick to a project until it's completed. A determined person is tenacious in their pursuit of success. A determined person performs his or her job duties enthusiastically and cheerfully. Such a person sees every job or task as an opportunity to learn, become better at what they do, and to spotlight themselves to their superiors. Such a person looks around for other things they can do when they have caught up or see others behind schedule. Unlike the average person who attempts to do as little as possible and avoid extra output, determined people are, are opportunity seekers instead of duty shirkers. 
One of the great lessons of life, which is often learned too late, is that your greatest joy will come from your daily work. And the greater the performance at your job, the greater the joy. We all remember how much fun we had in high school a few years after graduating. Don't make that mistake in your profession. It's better to enjoy it while doing it rather than longing for it after retirement. The most valuable asset any person has is time. The most wasted asset many people have is time. It is important that you know and believe that the seed of success is in fact implanted within you. The opportunity to grow and excel can be proportionately measured by your own awareness of your own talents. But awareness is not the whole story. A friend of mine, Mr. Jack Bobo, a writer for the National Underwriter, a life and health insurance trade publication, made an excellent point. Awareness without action is in the long run of very little value. I'm sure that the residents of the Iranian town of Baum were aware that their town lay across a severe geological fault. However, even with this knowledge, it is apparent no action was taken to build homes and other structures to withstand an earthquake. So it goes without saying that profit from awareness only comes when that awareness is acted upon. If you accept and believe that the seed of success is within you, it now becomes your opportunity and necessity to do all the right things to nurture it to life. The seed of success is implanted within you. It is up to you to act and nurture it to life. The implantation of the seed is like the egg. It is merely an opportunity. You can be as successful as the chicken or the eagle. The opportunity is within you. No one else can or will incubate or nurture your seed of success. It's within you and only you can bring it to life. What will you do with this great opportunity? Ambition is a strong desire to achieve the want to, the have to. Self-control is self-discipline. In control of one's mental and emotional actions, the ability to say no to improper or ill-advised temptations, the ability to make yourself do the things you have committed to but, for not, but prefer not to do. Then self-confidence is belief in your own ability or plans or goals, feeling that you can and will perform and achieve them. And faith is belief, absolute belief completely convinced, unquestioned belief, a principle of trust. And commitment is a promise to yourself, a pledge not to be broken. And determination is a firm intention, a decision to stick to a project or goal until completed. It's 
tenacity. Ladies and gentlemen, let's, let's have a little conversation here about a word. The word is character. You know, when I think of character, I think of, of, of a person of moral excellence and firmness, one who is often referred to as a person of high character. When one is known as a person of high character, that person is known and recognized as dependable, one who will always do what's right in any given situation. They are known for their honesty and integrity. They are a person respected and honored for their notable traits. You know, I know many men and women who are known as people of high character. But today, there's one in particular that I wish to honor, Mr. Cecil Perkins. You know, Mr. Perkins wears character like a tattoo. Yeah, a tattoo is, is something that is permanent. Once there, it's always there. I am opposed to most tattoos. Most, not all. But a lot of things that are recognized by society in general as negative or lacking in character can often be converted to something good. So there are things that are even good that are made better. If it is tattooed on your body, tattooed in your heart, tattooed in your very soul, character is one of those things that when you have it in depth, seared into your brain as though it was tattooed there, character is tattooed on Cecil Perkins. He is someone who doesn't have to think about whether it's uh, in a, any given situation is right or it's wrong. He knows instinctively. Why? Because his character takes over. Character knows automatically. To all of us who know Cecil, we are blessed because character metastasizes. When you have it, it spreads to others. It spreads to people around you. And being around Cecil as a friend, a little of it falls off on you. Sort of a mini tattoo of character. Ladies and gentlemen, as we sign off today, remember that yes, you can become a millionaire and that nothing is more precious than your freedom. Tune in each week to Old Glory Network podcast and be motivated to improve your life, improve your opportunities, and help us make Old Glory great again. You know, if you are a conservative, then you will want to listen to the Old Glory Network podcast. If you are not a conservative, then you need to listen to the Old Glory Network podcast. Call your friends and relatives. Encourage them to listen and then discuss the content together. Do your part 
to keep old glory great for your kids and grandkids. If you love America, then help us keep it. And remember this, you can order Kevin Dale Ahart's music on iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, or Amazon. Or if you would like to order his complete album of Cowboy's Revenge, you can do so at Texana Records at I-N-F-O at krwoodproductions.com or by calling area code 512-203-7921. Also, K.R. Wood himself has some great cowboy music and Western history. Ask about those when you call. And be sure to visit our website at oldglorynetwork.com for more information. And happy trails till we meet again.